0: Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns.
1: How
0: are
1: you? i How many
0: years you? Seven
2: Qadir Kazimizada is playing with his seven-year-old daughter Narges in their temporary home, a spacious apartment in central Rome. They have been living in Italy for about a year, and the children are learning the language. They are picking it up more easily than their parents, who fled Afghanistan after Kabul fell to the Taliban. Qadir and his family made it out and ended up in Rome, where they are trying to start a new life in a new country and a new culture. From The Intercept, a new America. This is No Way Home. In this four-part series, you will hear stories that were found, developed and reported by Afghans like me who have been forced into exile. Our stories reflect what we saw with our own eyes and what we and other Afghans have experienced firsthand since the. US military pulled out. the Afghan government collapsed and the Taliban took over last summer. This is episode 3: Born Again. I'm Maryam Barak, an Afghan journalist. I left my home, My Identity and Everything on August 23rd, 2021, but still I consider myself more fortunate than many other Afghan refugees. I am with my family in Italy. What I am about to tell you is a different kind of Afghan refugee story. It isn't about struggle to get out of Kabul or a dramatic life and death journey. Instead. It's about adapting to life in a new country, about finding hope despite all we have left behind. These quieter stories are just as common. They are stories of resilience. I met Qadr Kazimizada as I was also trying to learn Italian and integrate into this new society. Qadar already spoke English when he arrived in Italy with his family last fall. But he struggled to learn Italian. He soon realized that other Afghan refugees were having the same problem. He created a WhatsApp group to communicate with them.
1: So I created a group and told them, Are you ready? Do you need my help? I want to have a class for you. You were surprised and really felt very happy. Oh, that is wonderful. Please, that is good.
2: Despite the fact that he himself was just beginning to learn Italian, Qadir began teaching Afghan refugees what he had learned in his own classes, offering both support with the language and a sense of community. He taught the classes in languages Afghans could understand, like Persian. Back in Afghanistan, Qadr worked as a finance officer for Jesuit Refugee Services, an international non-governmental organization that at the time provided education, vocational training, and emergency services to people in Afghanistan. Qadir had been worried about the worsening security situation in the country, but like many others, he thought he and his family would be safe in Kabul the country's cosmopolitan capital. Sitting in his living room in Rome with his children playing near him, Qadir told me about the day everything changed. August 15, 2021 He was at his office in Kabul when he learned that the Taliban had entered the city. He grabbed his laptop and immediately rushed home. When he got there, he realized that the Taliban were already in his neighborhood. Suddenly, the lines of people rushing to the airport made sense.
1: They have entered, and there are many people, many people, many young, young, young boys there taking pictures with the Taliban.
2: Working for a Catholic organization put Qatar in danger. Leaving Afghanistan suddenly seemed like the only way to save his family. When the government collapsed, he started contacting every foreigner he had ever met, asking for help. Eventually, Jesuit refugee services said they could evacuate Qadir, his wife, and two kids, Nargis and Firdaus. But they couldn't take everyone. Qadir would have to leave his parents and siblings behind. He and his wife took their seven-year-old daughter and three-year-old son to the airport. The Italian government agreed to take in the group. With no notice, Qadir and his family were now headed to Rome.
1: We didn't have even any choice. There was no choice. Uh, Because at that moment, the only thing was important to get out from Kabul.
2: When Qader and his family arrived in Italy, they spent two weeks in a hotel, quarantining because of pandemic-related restrictions. Then they were sent to a camp for refugees and migrants in Vebo Valentia, a city in the south of the country. The camp was crowded and isolated, and Qader's wife and children struggled.
1: It was not a good place for the family. We were four families among 18 uh, single uh, refugees from uh, uh, Africa, from Pakistan, uh, from different parts of uh, Africa. So they were, they were, uh, and also we were not, uh, we were not uh, provided the keys, and we, there, we, we had no, actually, privacy.
2: Qadir didn't feel it was safe for his family.
1: They were drinking, drinking, shouting, fighting during the night at the corridor. I was always awake and standing behind the door in order to avoid if they come at the door because my kids, is here, my wife is here, my children are here. They will be scared.
2: With the help of his former employer, Qadr was eventually able to move his family out of the refugee camp and into an apartment in Rome one of several homes made available to Afghan refugees through Italian charity organizations. That's where we are sitting. It's April, 2022, and Qadr's wife Habiba, who is nine months pregnant with their third child, plays with the kids. Qader's daughter is attending an Italian school and loves her new home.
1: Fortunately, She found Italy very nice, and now she's very happy. She's going to school, she has found many, many friends. She goes to her friends' houses. They they are inviting her in order to play, to do homeworks together. Yesterday, one one of these families took her to the sea, and she, she was very happy, she went with them.
2: The Italian government evacuated 5,000 Afghans after August 15. Like other refugees resettling in Italy, they were given food and accommodations. Once they receive official refugee status, they begin the reception and integration process, including Italian language classes and employment training. The Italian government is paying for Qatar's apartment and he receives about 380 euros a month for food and other expenses for his family of four, as well as a transit pass. Through the program, he has also started learning Italian. In Afghanistan, Qadr mostly spoke English at work to communicate with colleagues from around the world. He thought that would be enough to get by in Italy too. But he soon learned that was not the case at all.
1: It was something that I really got surprised. I was like, oh, oh my god. It is something that it is a little difficult, but anyhow we'll cope with a little. Yeah. It was difficult, only the language, because many were not speaking in English, only Italiano. Uh, while we did know didn't know anything uh, in Italiano.
2: Not speaking the language was a huge challenge for him, particularly as he needed help to navigate his new city.
1: I asked uh, two police officers that, where can I get in English, where can I get uh, past 75 to go to Mundi Verdi? They did not speak uh, English and they got very angry. said, uh, Italia, Italia, uh, and uh, uh, they were, I, I, now I understand that. They were saying, where is this, and asked me, where is this, Italia, Italia, Italiano,
2: Italiano,
1: <laughs> and this was for me, okay, okay, no problem. And I said, thank you. I, I knew only one word, grazie.
2: From then on, Qader became more serious about his Italian lessons. In Italy, several refugee NGOs offer language classes. But a challenge for many Afghans learning Italian is that their teachers often rely on English as an intermediary language, which some Afghans don't speak. As Qadir continued his lesson and started studying more, it dawned on him that many Afghans would face even greater challenges than he did picking up the language.
1: We are learning Italiano, trying to get integrated with the people, with Italian people. How they can manage, you know, to learn Italian. So while they have no English background.
2: Qader was particularly worried about two Afghan families he knew, who had a hard time settling in.
1: So I I thought better to start a a class for them because I I knew English, so I was trying to do self-establish. Then I thought, okay, I can teach them.
2: Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Qadir started teaching other Afghan refugees what he had learned in his own classes. His wife and children also joined his lessons.
1: I told them that I will, I will. Uh... Explain everything in Persian, and I will teach you very slowly, they said Nyanasko.
2: Words spread fast and the number of participants increased day by day. He shared an open Zoom link and as the classes continued more Afghans called in from all around Italy. Then at the gathering organized by the Afghan community in Rome, Afghans introduced him as an Italian teacher.
1: You know, they said that Qadir is an Italian teacher, and everyone was shocked. How can it be possible? Then they asked me a little brief. I said, "Yeah, this is my motivation that I can help. I help Afghan families as much as possible. But I have learned, I can, I can pass it to them, so they they feel comfortable. They can learn a little bit. If not, if not a lot, at least few things they can learn. It could be a basic step for them."
2: Inspired by Qadr's work, others jumped in to help, including Sitara, an Iranian refugee who had been living in Italy for several years. Because of privacy, she only wanted to use her first name.
1: She came to me, said that I'm really, you know, uh, impressed by what you said, and I'm really interested to help you if, if you want my help. I said, that is wonderful. I appreciate it. Anyone can help me, I can uh, welcome. So she explained that I used to teach in Iran in a university, Italian, uh, for this, for one year or one year and a half. And she said that here also I have a class teaching others. so maybe I can help you. I said, that is wonderful, please.
2: In 2015, Satara had traveled to Afghanistan to film a documentary. She fell in love with the country and realized there was a huge disconnect between the reality of Afghan life and the ways in which the country was often portrayed by the international media.
0: A country where we have always had head of war and terrorism, adversity, misery and extremism, here I met really lovely people, people in civil society who had tried to work on culture and art. I met them in person, up close. The efforts and struggle they, especially women, especially artists, had been making. There were poets, poetry nights, film festivals and women filmmakers. It was all very strange to me and it was an image that would not be transferred outside Afghanistan.
2: After the collapse of the Afghan government, Sitara wanted to help Afghan refugees. When she met Qadr, she thought this was the opportunity she had been looking for. So she started teaching Italian using Persian as a go-between.
0: The level of students, their age, their family situation, from where in Afghanistan they came, their background and where they live now are different as night and day. It's very different because we have a link open to people who want to introduce it to their friends and we welcome all of them. And the door is open to all with a condition, the only condition. These classes are completely free and charitable. Be present and study.
2: Sitara, a refugee herself, can relate to the challenges her students face.
0: I may say migration is like being born again. Or I may say it's a kind of death that is... You die from a human being, you were, from everything you had from your previous life and are born in a new world, especially when it's not self-imposed migration and it's forced. In the case of Afghans, it happened overnight. They are still in shock and I'm sure that they are still digesting, processing the psychological consequences of what happened. The volume of violence that was inflicted on them and the fear and the horror that was imposed on them.
2: Qadirs Italian classes have helped him not only to learn and teach the language, but also to find a purpose in his new life, and a way to remain connected to other Afghans and build community. The classes also helped him overcome some of the emotional challenges that often accompany becoming a refugee, including a bout of depression in his first weeks after arriving in Italy. In those early days, he would walk around Rome by himself, trying to make sense of his new life.
1: I experienced depression in the beginning. So I was always uh, thinking how to come out of that depression. Sometimes I used to go to Janicolo even during the night at Frenn, uh, uh, to walk and just see Rome come back, and sometimes get, get engaged with other things, uh, uh, with my lessons.
2: Afghan migrants from all over Italy are joining Qadir's classes today. Mohammad Tahir is one of them. He lives in Ancona, a port city on the Adriatic Sea. Mohamed Tahir and his wife can't read and write, so they worried that would make learning a new language even harder. Not speaking Italian made them feel cut off from their new community.
1: There is a supermarket here that issues cards, and where we go for shopping. At the counter, when they count and tell us the amount of money, we just give the card to pay. When my children are with me, it's a bit better. For me, it's very hard and my blood pressure
2: goes up. When you cannot speak the language, you feel dumb and it's very hard to bear. For the first five months in Italy, Muhammad Tahir's family did not have access to language classes. But now they are taking weekly lessons from native Italian speakers, and three of their children have started school. They also call into Qadr's Zoom classes for additional practice. This is Tahir's wife
0: Latifa. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Now it's very good. Our anxiety has decreased significantly. In the past, when our electricity was gone, we could not tell our neighbors who are all Italians that we didn't have power. We remained without electricity even for two days. We ate dinner in front of the telephone light. We could not turn on the central heating that had been out of commission and went through much trouble. Recently,
2: I sat on one of Qadr's Zoom classes. The lesson began with him greeting his students in Italian. Ciao,
1: buonasera. Ciao a tutti. Eh? Come state? Bene, grazie. Okay, okay.
2: Bene, grazie.
1: Come state? Murtaza, come <laughs> state? Um, sta? Bene.
2: Okay. The students I met in Qadir's classes deeply appreciate his efforts. And Qadr is happy to be helping people cope with the stress and anxiety that comes from living behind their country and adjusting to a whole new culture and language. He recalls a recent memory from class.
1: Uh, during the class, the teacher asked, asked him in Daris, in, 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 uh, in person that uh, tell that we have this and we have uh, we have we have had dinner something like that we have eaten uh, dinner oh we have done our dinner then immediately a little boy he said that Abbiamo I think like that and the another another phrase he said that "abbiamo mangiato." and for me immediately without without any thinking I really, you know, uh, I really got happy that, oh, thank God, I have done something. And this is what the fruit is, this, and they, uh, they are learning.
2: Qadir knows that learning Italian is only the first of many challenges ahead for him and fellow Afghans. For now, he is focused on finding a job so that he can take care of his family in Italy and back in Afghanistan.
1: I'm ready any job, but uh, in fact, uh, uh, this is important for me: the job which has a little more payment. <laughs> yeah, which for the first time now the first priority is this. At least I can I can stand on my feet, I can support my family here, and I can support my family there. If I can bring them here, then uh, maybe I. I will see if I can. I'm also thinking about starting maybe a small business, uh, maybe cafe, cafe shop, restaurant or whatever.
2: The Italian classes he runs have helped him envision a future for himself and his family here. Other hopes helping others can help him chart his own path in this new home.
1: I, I have been always thinking that I'm a human being. Mm, uh, I, I can, and I have to be, uh, how to say, I have to be a, a person who can uh, at least uh, help others, not harm others. I know that uh, today many, many people are uh, harmed by, by each other. So, this, I was, I was always thinking that I, I have to be like this. My path, is, my path has to be very defined, very, very clear that I have to help others if I can.
2: next time on No Way Home.
1: About uh, staying in Afghanistan, it is also scary here. Everything is unknown. We don't know what happens next. What is waiting for us? We don't know days and nights. What will happen? What our future would be? What should we do? Which way? we should follow to reach to our goal or to at least to stay safe.
2: No Way Home is a production of the Intercept and New America's Afghanistan Observatory Scholars Program. This episode was written and reported by me, Mariam Barak. Our executive producer and editor is Vanessa Ghizari. Aliche Sperry also edited this story. Supervising producer is Laura Flane. Kandas Rondo is the director of Future Frontline program New America and project editor. Aliyawar Adili is the Afghanistan Observatory project coordinator. Jose Olivares helped with production. Rick Kwan makes this episode. Zekion composed our theme music. Legal Reviewed by David Brello. Fact Checking by Emily Schneider Avista Ayub is the director and project manager of New America's Fellows Program. Voiceovers by Humaira Rahbin and Mir Miri. To learn more, visit theintercept.com where you can find transcripts and art of the show. Philip Hubert is our visual designer and Nara Shen, our copy editor. Roger Hodge is Editor-in-Chief of The Intercept. If you want to give us feedback or have any question, email us at podcast at theintercept.com. Thank you so much for listening.